Welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. This is episode 145. I'm your host, David S. Dawson. Thanks for joining us once again. And we're back for the 145th episode. This is our big 2016 San Diego Film Awards nomination episode uh, to try and get kickstarted on a month and a half worth of PR that a lot of these film teams uh, should be doing. Uh, we are talking with uh, the filmmakers of the three best film nominees and the four directors uh, nominated for best director. And uh, that includes myself. And uh, we're going to talk about their films a little bit and, you know, how it felt becoming a nominee uh, for these amazing movies. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the announcements, um, the three nominees for best short film are... Lefty from Sopeka Productions, Brugemeyer.com, and Intellectual Entertainment. That's one that I am so honored to be a part of. Uh, directed by my good friend Carl Backus, uh, starring his two beautiful daughters, Sophie and Piper. Uh, Go Out in Violet Waters by WHM Productions and Bad Cat Films. That's uh, Wendy Marshall's film. Uh, she directed it, and it's absolutely exquisite. The, it's a psychological drama. It's it's essentially a, a Coke bottle movie. Everything happens in one location uh, with multiple characters, and it's it's so wonderfully done. Um, and she's a first-time director, first-time writer. Um, it's just outstanding um, to see this film nominated. It's such a great movie. And then the third best short film is Crowd Sorcery from our buddy Mike Miner in Bad MF Films. Um, knocked it out of the park at the 48 with this film, and... Uh, you know, it's being recognized here as the best short film for the film awards. Um, absolutely outstanding. And then rounding out the top four of best direction, because um, Wendy and Micah are both nominated for best direction, um, is myself and Fernando J. Huerto. Fernando J. Huerto, our good friend at Jabroni Pictures, um, nominated for his four points film project, The Deadly Estate. Um, uh, an incredible one-shot action film comedy. Um, you know, he, he just excels at what he does, and every time he goes and makes another film, you can just see the confidence in his direction, the confidence in his team's work grow each time. Um, and I hope that somewhere down the road, he and I can find a project to work on um, where I can cast him and have him do some fight choreography. I'd love to, love to work with, with Jay a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so here it is, um, four, uh, wonderful people, um, on the show, Carl, uh, Micah Miner, Fernando J. Huerto, and Wendy Marshall on the 145th episode of the Intellectual Podcast. Enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. So, hi, Carl. Hello. Hello. So, um, Lefty did really well with the uh, nominations. And, uh, yeah. Uh, we, let's see. We got what? Uh, six nominations for Lefty total? I think that, yeah, yeah. Two, two best actress nominations. <laughs> yeah, two, two best actress nominations for the girls. 
unbelievable. How, uh, I love it. How, how, how was it watching the movie uh, with an audience for the first time with the girls the other night? Wow. It was, um, it was wonderful, actually. It was the first time I'd been able to hear anybody respond. You know, cause, <laughs> We've only well, been working you know, on it for six months, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. And I don't respond. I'm like, oh, we need to fix this or we need to do that or, you know. And it, it, in a way, you just stopped enjoying it. And, yeah. and it was just wonderful. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it, it was both a relief and an utter joy to hear people laugh and, and react to it. For uh, for the people who weren't able to attend, can you give us a little summary of what Lefty is? Well, Lefty is a, a story about two uh, two young beautiful girls who uh, who find a severed hand in the woods and uh, become friends with it and help it exact its revenge on the person who chopped off the hand. Because that's what you do when you befriend a left hand. Well, I'm sorry, you know, kids kids know how to how to be good friends. Well, I think that's the beautiful thing about the film, and the thing that that really kind of attracted me to it when you guys first started telling me the story is is how it really is a reflection of childhood wonder. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, and and what makes me happy is, I mean, the girls. The girls came up with the idea for it, and that they um, that they were able to transfer their their idea of friendship from a person to a thing, and not just a thing, but kind of a gross, ugly thing. Um, <laughs> very non, know, it, non-girly thing. <laughs> very, very much so, and and it makes me really proud. That you know, it's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a pretty little pink thing to be a friend. It can be a bloody, dumpy, bony thing. I thought it was great when Sophie's character brings the hand into her bedroom the first time. And it's all that pink. The room is so pink. And there's Uh brightly colored construction paper on her desk. And she comes around and she lifts up the bag and, and flips it to start dumping Lefty out. And she hasn't even fully dumped him out yet. And you could hear the all, all everybody in the audience go, oh. Oh, exactly. That was my favorite moment. I was like, awesome. We're in. They're on board. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Were there any surprise yeah. reactions that, that caught you off guard? Oh, boy. Um, I, you know, it's hard for me to say. I, 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 I was actually a little caught up in, in, in the film and the audience. Just, I, I, I was just loving the audience, but they were so in tune with it and, and, and watching it and enjoying it. Um, I can't think of anything that really surprised me, but uh, yeah, I, I guess other than the fact that they actually bought it. Yeah, you know the, they 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 said yes, we'll go on this trip with you. This is fun. <laughs> the other reaction that really made me happy was the moment when Lefty's in the sink and oh, yeah. his fingers come up. <laughs> the re- you know, I never knew if that would play well or not when right. when we shot it and I and I and when I was doing all the effects work on that shot. There was a day where I was just like, "Why am I doing so much work on this damn shot? Nobody's even going to notice." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, oh, it's a brilliant shot. I, I love that shot. And they and it, it the response just like it, it made me smile because you know I was so frustrated trying to clean out uh, Brian's arm in the reflections right. on the faucet. Um, but it, they totally, they totally got it when the fingers were coming out. And then when the fake hand replaced it, like, I think every time that happened, I was, I was really impressed with how much people appreciated the transition. Yes. Yeah. And I, and that was one of the glorious moments of the, the, you know, the question and answer session when somebody asked, like, how did you do that? And, uh, and the explanation made it, made it sound far more simple than it is, but, uh, it, uh, it it just showed us that that people actually were like intrigued and involved and excited by it. The, the part of the fun is how the story is told, and I think uh, I mean I think so much of that credit goes to to you and the work that you did and 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 all the effects stuff after <laughs> the effects stuff that I, I moaned and groaned about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was the thing for me like every time anybody asked a question about the effects or or, or whatnot I, you know i just kind of rolled my eyes and i was like uh, pretty much every single shot i moaned and groaned into doing <laughs> yep <laughs> but it pays off it's so it's so perfect you know it's yeah yeah, and that, and and that's a credit to you too, because you you know you you wouldn't let some of those shots go go away just because I was unhappy having to do it. <laughs> and, sure, and, and that's a, that's a real credit to you as as the as the driver driving force behind the film as the director and lead producer. You know, um, there were days where I was like, "Ah, oh, damn, Carl and stupid special effects." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. and but- and damn, my friend who was supposed to do these, and he's not not available now. <laughs> I know. Always, always the problem not paying people. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, but you know it, 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 what? What I love about it all is that so much of it was just well, sometimes begrudging. It was uh, you know a labor of love. The whole idea was just like the yeah. girls wanted to make a movie, so. All of my friends got together to support that, and and that's the thing that this this whole process of making Lefty really it's the best part of that process is is that these girls feel so much a part of the group, yeah that um, that support and love them, and they love and support right back. Well, and uh, Lefty's up for Spirit of San Diego too, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think that's a brilliant nomination for the simple fact of the uh, of that film is such a testament to the community we have here and the spirit of our film community because when when you put the call out i mean you didn't just get some of the people in the community come out you had some of the best talent in town Bruggemeyer, micah minor um the video gear stepped up and helped out with with equipment and and um yeah and, and then when we put a call out for extras, we didn't just get like, you know, oh, hey, this guy's taking an acting class. We had the Merrick McCarthys and the Mark Anthony Coxes and the Mark Atkinsons of the world show up to be extras, virtually know, faceless, I, I, nameless people in a street scene, right? That, that's actually one of my, my, my favorite moments where I'm like, 
wow, what a waste of talent right here. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this community and the spirit. And I think uh, I would love to see this film win Spirit of San Diego just for that very reason alone, because it, it is such a strong testament to the spirit of, of this community that we've been building here the last few years. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, and I mean, right down to like Rick Carlson coming in with his, his uh, ambulance and the police car and, and oh, helping yeah. us out. Every I'm, time I'm that like, scene comes up, people are like, whoa, <laughs> you guys did and, all that for the kids' film. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I know. What's funny is, is, the, is the very first time I, I talked to Brugemeyer about it, he, he, I, I said, hey, you know, I got this little passion project. My girls have this story and want to make a film out of it. And uh, I'm wondering about some of the effects. And I've got some ideas for how we can shoot it. And... He's like, oh well, no. I I think what you should do is just make a make a a glove hand and just do that. And I was like, well, I was thinking it would be cooler than that. <laughs> and and then he didn't talk to me. He just he disappeared for for like three weeks. And I was like, okay, well, I guess he doesn't want to do it. And then I saw him again, and he was like, so how did the film go? And I'm like, well, we haven't shot it yet. I, I, I was hoping he'd shoot it with me. And, and he's like, wait, you, you actually want to make a real movie out of this? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, I thought this was for like a class or something. And it's like, no, no, this is just a fun project that I want to do with my girls. And, and I think you know, as I talk to people and explain to them that the story was essentially one created by my girls and, uh, and it was just a project for them to spend to spend the summer. It's like we we, we we could have gone on vacation, but instead we made a movie. Mm-hmm. And as people heard that, they were like, "Oh yes, this is great! How did it be fun? What a great idea!" And it was. I mean, I, I have to say, it's one of the best summers that I've had. My birthday was uh, was the day that we were shooting um, the ambulance and the yeah. uh, the. And, and, you know, I look back and I'm like, is there a better way to spend your birthday than with your two girls and all of your amazing friends? Uh, it, it was truly the best birthday I've had. Well, and I remember being on set, especially on that day, and watching the girls and you and thinking the memories that you guys built making this movie together are the thing that they're going to carry forward the rest of their lives. You know, you know, I mean, you know, I was very, very close with my father and some of my greatest memories were making movies with him, but we didn't do that until much, much later in my life. And, uh, to, to have been able to have done something like that with my dad when I was a kid would have been an unbelievable memory. (laughs) Absolutely. And the whole time we were making the movie, I kept thinking that's what I'm, that's what I'm on board here for is to help these girls have something that they're going to remember and cherish and treasure the rest of their lives. And then it just also happened to turn into this like absolutely amazing little film. <laughs> well, but I have to say too, you know, while the making of the film was wonderful, I, I was so, I was so happy and, 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 and felt so blessed uh, at the showcase at how people embraced the girls and embraced the film. And the, I mean, the girls were so excited to 
to first just show the film in front of people. And, uh, you know, their, their mama was there and some of their friends came. Yeah. And, and just to see people that they didn't even know come up to them and, and congratulate them as, as, um, as we were driving home, uh, afterwards, Sophie was just on cloud nine and, and she says to me, dad, dad, um, I'm having to work not to get a big head. (laughs) (laughs) I said, well, don't worry about that, honey. You won't get a big head. But uh, it was just, she could not believe the, the overwhelming kindness and love that, that everybody in the community poured out on those two girls. Uh, It was really, uh, my, my heart just was so happy. Yeah, that's really special. I mean, I I was really busy because I was organizing the night, so I didn't I didn't get to kind of absorb all that as much as as I wish I could have. But I, I know the little bit that I got to see of them interacting with people, it was it was a really special night. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and and, and what I love too are these moments where we're we're standing in the uh, in the lobby, and uh, the girls are like, oh, "There's our mom." And it's not their mother; it's Kristen, fake mom. You know, yeah, <laughs> fake mom. So and they run over to her, and she runs over to them, and they hug, and you know, they they, they pose like like idiots on the step uh, and repeat. You know, I'm like this. This is what life should be like, yeah. right here. Yeah. Well, uh, one of my favorite photos of the night of Kristen and Naomi is is with the two girls. Uh, Naomi's on her knees and the two girls are like stacked up behind her and they're all doing weird things with their hands on their heads. And <laughs> it's just exactly. such a sweet, love- beautiful, like innocent moment. Oh, it, it's yeah. wonderful to see. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, and, and that picture, that photo captures exactly just that joy that those girls were having because everybody was so, so loving and open to them. And I, I thank the community. I thank the community for that because they didn't need to do it. And it's uh, just an honest expression of, of appreciation and love. And that it was a beautiful moment for me. I loved it. Well, and I love the film and I love your girls. And I know from talking to a lot of people, um, Lefty is definitely a, a, a crowd pleaser and a fan favorite around the town. So uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the judges think. Uh, for the awards and see how many awards Lefty goes home with. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I would love it. Uh, as 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 the uh, as the nominations were being announced, Sophie, being nine years old, suddenly realized that there was a potential to get a trophy. <laughs> She's like, "Can we get one of those?" <laughs> I don't know. It's possible, honey. It's possible. So she's excited. She's so excited. Can't That's wait great. till the. Third. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for the third. See, see them on the red carpet on, at the at the music box. I know. I know. We got to go buy dresses. <laughs> well, that's your own personal hell. That's not mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, well, Carl. No. Carl, thanks for taking the time to to chat with me a little bit about Lefty and. Uh, hey. You know, I think I'm going to try and get all of us who are on tonight uh, back on the show again in the next month to really kind of more elaborately talk about the film and, and where things are going. Um, so we'll definitely have you back on soon. 
terrific. And and thank you. Thank you for all that you have done for uh, for my family and uh, for me personally. You're a great friend. I, I love you. Oh, I love you too, Carl. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you've got a special place in my heart too. You, you, uh, you really helped me through my dad's death. And, uh, and I love you and I love your family um, more than I could ever possibly let you know by working on a film. So. Well, thanks. Thanks. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. And that was Carl Backus, my uh, co-producer and uh, very dear friend who um, not only made Lefty, uh, but also acted in my film Things Happen, which is also up with um, five or five nominations. Yeah, five or six nominations. Um this year and uh carl played the doctor in uh, things happen and only had a small little bit of screen time but was he was fantastic in it and it should be mentioned too that sophie and piper the two girls who created lefty and and starred in it also starred in things happen um they actually did my movie first and it was their experience uh acting in things happen and seeing how a movie is made that inspired them to write the screenplay for lefty and really push everybody um, in this community forward to make this little film that they so, so excitedly wanted to make. So um, I I feel a very deep affection for the lefty film. Um, I feel a very deep affection for those girls because I I got to work with them. I was, you know, essentially their first director. And, uh, and then I got to work with them when they made their movie and it was so much fun to watch them go from never having acted before to, we wrote this screenplay and we're going to make this film and the transition in the course of the year and those girls and watching them grow up, um, has just been amazing. And, uh, you know, when you're passionate about stuff, I don't care what age you are. If you're passionate and you're pushing forward and you're making the effort, uh, your passion is infectious and it, it, uh, it carries over to the people that you are around and it influences them. And my passion on things happen, I think influenced them. And then they had their passion for lefty and that in turn then influenced my passion. And, you know, I really wanted to get their edit and their visual effects, right. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a neat thing the way we all just kind of uh, keep pushing each other forward. And, uh, I'm, I'm just so honored to be a part of, of lefty, um, and I'm so uh, honored and blessed to have Carl as one of my, my very, very dear friends. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um, Lefty, uh, up for all sorts of awards, and uh, we're super, super proud of it. So, hi, Micah Miner. Hello, David S. Dawson. How are you doing today? Oh, well, I'm uh, I'm really good. It sounds like I'm I'm maybe a little bit more rested than you are. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. f- before we get into anything else, why are you so tired, Micah? Well, I just haven't stopped working since probably the last time I was on the podcast. Yeah, you're up in LA now, uh, right? Up in LA, working at a grip shop, uh, getting to see what goes into the big uh, motion pictures packing up all their trucks and cleaning up after all of the union guys, <laughs> pulling all-nighters at the shop, uh, gosh, and simultaneously uh, 
helping my friends produce their own projects as I write my own. I picked up my uh, my feature-length script that I haven't touched for two years, and I'm starting a new draft. So I'm hoping to... I'm aiming for a 2020 release of my feature film. Oh, really? Yeah. Go you, man. Always pushing forward. You have to. <laughs> I want to get into detail about all that stuff on a, on another podcast where we really kind of focus in on on the L.A. experience of Micah Minor. Sure. Oh, sure. Um, so it's nice to get a little bit of that right now because um, I know everybody's curious. <laughs> That's a tease. Micah will be back on, and we will talk about yes. all of that stuff in depth. But what I really yes. wanted to chat with you about today is really crowd sorcery, which cool. uh, got several nominations in the – 2016 San Diego Film Awards. Yeah, it did. That was a, an absurd amount of nominations. I think eight. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, wow, I'm just super grateful about it. Um, what can I say, man? It's just uh, it's delightful news to be recognized for making a good movie. And couldn't have done it without my crew, without the awesome cast who really elevated the really crappy script that we had wrote, you know, in a few hours the night before. And yeah, uh, crowd sorcery is a 48, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the only 48 that's up for best film, which is pretty shiny and sparkly to me. Well, it's, um, it's you, it's crowd sorcery, go out in violet waters and lefty, right? Yes. And the beauty of that is that I worked on all three of those movies. That's some capacity. <laughs> I was lighting. I was a lighting technician on Go Out in Violet Waters. I was. I. I guess you can say I, I was credited as the gaffer on Lefty. Um, <laughs> I really. I think that I was more of a gopher, a carrier, <laughs> carried stuff. Um, but and then I directed uh, Crowd Sorcery. So yeah. Yeah, you're a busy man. Even before you went to L.A. <laughs> well, it's my. You know, it's my drug, man. I was put on this earth to make movies, so I'm not going to stop until I drop dead. <laughs> there you go. So you, um, you, your film also got John Allen, a uh, the John Allen, a Best Actor nom. Uh, oh, yeah. but he, he wasn't able to be there. Did you? Did you in fact Snapchat that with him? Oh heck yeah! Is that how he, he found out? His, he lost his mind afterwards. He kept calling me and calling me and calling me, and I was unable to answer because I was still in the theater. And he just wanted to be like, are you serious? Is that true? <laughs> he's, he's so happy about it. And he deserves it, man. His performance was just from that very first scene, very first line of the movie, you know, you can tell how much of a phony this guy, Alan Downing, is. And <laughs> he, uh, his performance was unbelievable. Everyone's was. Cast and crew alike, but I truly think he deserves that that recognition, and I hope that it leads to more roles in the community for him because he deserves it, and he's incredibly professional and great to work with. He definitely deserves that award. Well, you you had a huge cast uh, for that film, which is generally I consider a no no on a forty eight because it's a short film, really short films usually, and not a lot of time to focus on people. But you managed to find a way to really let everybody shine. Um, what was the process of figuring out how how much time and how much uh, 
importance each person's character had in in the course of your your film. Okay. Well, how much time do we have on this? We got a few. We got a few minutes. Okay. So, you know, I I definitely I did what you're supposed to do in pre-casting for the 48 and told everybody you're not guaranteed a role. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it all depends on what we pull, what our job, what our elements are, and based on that, I'm only going to choose who will tell the best story. And the story that came to me, Crowd Sorcery, um, just so happened to be one where we could include everybody. And uh, so what we did was we gave everybody two bits, basically two jokes. Alan was the main focus, and then everybody else, you know, John Allen was the main focus because he played Alan Downing, the required character. Right. You'll have to forgive me, there's a there's an airplane passing over me right now, so that might affect the audio. Um, so we wrote two jokes per character in the scripts, and the script was not that good. <laughs> so what I did is I had Mike Braden, I, I pulled him aside while everybody was setting up the shot. I pulled, I pulled Mike Braden aside and I said, look, I want you to grab a piece of paper and start writing more questions for these actors. And they're not going to know that you have more questions for them. And I am not going to say cut. So once they say their written lines, you're going to throw them a curveball with an unscripted line and we'll just see where it goes. <laughs> and that, my friend, led to what was the you know best ensemble cast award that we got because they they used their own brains, ideas that we had never come up with when writing the thing, to make it so much funnier. So you really improved on the on the day. Oh, everybody was improvising, man. That's cool. And really, I mean, the biggest challenge for us. The biggest challenge for me was getting over my anxiety for running the show before it started, but the biggest problem for the film as we were making it was just fitting all of the funny stuff that we had into the seven minutes, uh, you know, time crunch that they give you. Right. Because we, we got, you know, we got at least two hours worth of, you know, talking head with with the actors. Well, now your, your film yeah. awards nominations are based on a longer cut than what the 48 right. was the 10 minute cut so does that it's like nine nine or so minutes yeah does that bring in like really just the cream of the crop or do you still consider a ton of it just lost because of time i think there is a lot still on the cutting room floor but i think that um the pacing is so important yeah and i'm not going to put anything past mike Tao, who's the best editor i've ever met and I'm so gracious to have the opportunity to continue to work with him um, that I, I have no uh, further plans to do uh, any more versions of this. No Peter Jackson's think, extended, extended, extended director's director's no, cut? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it at the nine-minute version, yeah. which is still short and sweet. And I, I even get some criticism to people who are not so much familiar with the 48-hour film project that, the extended version is too long and uh you know and, and it to some people it drags and so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep trying to bring more with what we've got i think i think right. i'm so happy with the version that we've got i think it's perfect for what it is and 
Um, it's now on YouTube. You can type in crowd sorcery. That's one word and, uh, watch it. Awesome. And just one-to-one director to director. Um, I know when you took off to LA, we were having that discussion that, you know, directing is really what you want to be. You want to be a director. Right. And I know myself, I've been on that path too for 16 years. Um, right. How did it feel to see your name up there for best director? Like how, how did that hit you? I know you were really tired that night. So, you know, how did that I'm affect your tired, emotions? Man. I'm always tired, but it definitely, you know, it did trigger an emotional response, mostly gratitude. Um, but you know, it's just the validation of, of having people say, yes, you're, you do a good job at directing. And so it, all it does for me is it just fuels my fire even more. Mm -hmm. And when, when I saw my name up there nominated for best director, that just immediately told me, okay, time to, you know, once we get home, you're going to write a little bit more of your next scripts and you're going to get into production on your next film and give people more because all, all that's saying to me is that they want more. So I'm going to make more. Cool. So I'm writing a short right now, another horror movie, and I'm writing my feature, which is uh, not a horror movie. And we can talk more about that uh, in the future. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know, as as I told you before, anything I can do to help you out on your films, you let me know. Likewise, my friend. <laughs> You'll be hearing from me. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, I look forward to it. It's always a pleasure to work with. Yeah, with, with and it, you, man. thanks for taking the time. I know it's it's girlfriend day, and uh, you know, girlfriend day took girlfriend a little bit day. of time out of girlfriend day to to have this chat with me, and I really appreciate it. But I'm going to let you get back to her. Um, cause you know, she's delightful and why are you spending time with me when you could be spending time with her? Go. <laughs> she sure is. Okay, man. Thank you so much, David. All right, I look Michael. forward to seeing you at the awards. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be great. Best of luck to you also, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate cool. it. All right. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye. So that was my, uh, my discussion with Micah Miner. Um, guy is incredibly cool. He's such a, such a sweet, sweet kid. And, uh, I'm super excited for him. I know he's busting his ass up in LA right now and and every conversation I've had with him it, it's he sounds more and more inspired to work harder and harder as if there's any capacity for that kid to work any harder than he already does but um he's just got a drive in him that is amazing and uh, inspiring to this old guy and um i'm just honored that i get to work with micah occasionally and that i can consider him one of my friends and uh, i was so 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 pleased to see uh crowd sorcery recognized for so many awards um with the san diego film awards this year um it was my favorite 48 hour film project here in san diego this past summer and uh the extended cut is hilarious and and he's right the pacing is still very good um i think any longer probably would have been too long uh, but where it's at right now, I think feels really nice and gives the character some room to breathe and you get to know them a little bit better. Um, fantastic film, uh, Crowd Sorcery. Like you said, you can find it on YouTube, so check it out, Crowd Sorcery. That's one word, like crowdfunding, but sorcery instead of funding. And uh, you'll get the joke when you see the film. And uh, yeah, totally awesome. Uh, congratulations, Micah, and all of the cast and crew uh, of Crowd Sorcery on the accomplishments. Um, I look forward to seeing uh, what you guys win on April 3rd.
How you doing, Fernando? I'm good. How about you, David? I'm um, I'm awesome, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a hell of a weekend, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I I, I do a lot of talking about myself. So why don't we talk about you? The Deadliest State, <laughs> uh, up for four nominations, um, including Best mm-hmm. Direction. How's that? How's that feel, man? Uh, that was actually a big surprise because there's a lot of talented directors. Uh, and a lot of great films uh, this past year. And like, uh, since the entire movie was done in one take, I mean, there wasn't really much uh, direct, like direction as, in terms of, in terms of like setting up the shots or anything like that. It's just, you know, I, I all I did was like, Hey, we fight here. We do this, just the camera followed me. And, uh, and just let everybody do their thing. Really. You know, I just, it, it was basically a team effort. So, um, it was, it was actually a huge surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you were there in the audience, right? Yeah. Sa- Saturday night. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I know the direction was kind of like one of the very last <laughs> announcements, uh, yeah. as, as the tally started going up because, <laughs> because you started with fight choreography, which I think. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, okay, that one makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How uh, how did it feel as you started to see, you know, Ron Christopher Jones get a nomination and then Keith Hammond got a nomination? Like how 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 were <laughs> how were you feeling watching your team oh, like oh. acquire these nominations? Oh, it felt awesome because, you know, it's like I said, it's it's a team effort. It's not just all me, you know, it's the talent of my my actors and my crew. I'm so happy for uh, for Ron because um, you know, I thought I thought his uh, portrayal of that game show uh, character was spot on, and I was hoping he'd you know get recognized at you know at some point for for his uh, ad libs and his um, uh, the way he the way he uh, portrayed the entire uh, character in, in the world. And and for Keith, I was I was super surprised because um, again it was it was a four it was a four point film project uh, movie, and it's just us being. Us being us, you know, we just put funny, like, jabroni pictures, you know, me, Neil, Sonny, and, and Keith, especially, we have the same type of humor. So um, it's just us in jokes and stuff that we joke about with each other all the time. So I, I'm, I'm happy that uh, Keith uh, got the na- nomination for that. I mean, it was all his, I mean, some of it was his brainchild. Actually, I got I to gotta give credit to Joel, uh, Morello, who uh, helped come up with the, the the concept, and Keith was able to go from there and build build the the script and build the world, mm-hmm. which is actually it actually takes place in the world of the um, forty eight hour right because your character actually references previous mm-hmm. bad experiences. Yep, in the dialogue, <laughs> in which every... is totally inside. You know, you have to be a forty eight yeah. hour film project, San Diego like knowledge yeah. base to, to catch all mm-hmm. that. But those of us who are it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. You get, you get it. Like after five films, this character of Tim has a story arc. Like he's terrible with women apparently. And you know, he's, he's, he's a, he's, he's, he's sort of an idiot, but he's like a decent fighter. He, he's gotten to be a better fighter each movie. So his, his, his physical skills uh, improved, but his, his social skills, uh, got worse, especially <laughs> with women. So, um, you know, and, and it's funny. It just, it's that, that kind of thing is funny to us. That, that's what makes the, the world of that we built, we call the jabroni verse, uh, makes it 
you know, different because like I, like, uh, in the, in, uh, was that the, um, uh, film in Diego, uh, Dallas mentions to me like, Oh, so you're the James Bond of independent filmmaking. Like, how come you never get the girl? That's bad writing. So that's kind of a play on that. And since I never, my character never gets a girl cause he's such an idiot, but he's, he's a well-meaning <laughs> idiot that, that can fight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So it's just like having Keith win that, uh, felt, felt, uh, Good for me because I, I, he doesn't get a, a lot of credit for the stuff that he's written for us. And finally, to get that recognition and that nomination validates, you know, all the hard work that he's done for me for the past, um, I don't know, like six, seven years. So wow. I'm very happy for him and, and Ron. Yeah. That's fantastic. It, it's as, as a fellow director who works with, you know, a huge film team, like it, yeah, for yeah. me, it felt it, every single nomination for my films that that recognized you know somebody on the team just felt so good to like hear their names announced and yeah. and, and see mm-hmm. see them get that kind of spotlight um exactly I just loved it i loved i love that feeling so i know exactly where mm-hmm. you're coming from for keith like that's that's fantastic yeah, um he's a good dude i think what resonates for people with deadly estate is that passion you guys have for the humor and the action combination um yes, it's it's in full force in that film and 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 I think because of the one shot it's really it's slick in its in its um presentation you know um oh thank you thank you because the comedy bits have to hit right because you only had the one mm-hmm. take <laughs> right yeah so yeah, I think yeah. I think that's what really kind of gets everybody is is to watch you going through all the choreography of the fight sequences and then turning around and panting and breathing and and struggling to deliver lines, but delivering yeah. lines and they're funny. You know, I think that really just <laughs> I think that captures a, a lot of attention um, for the viewers. Um, and and kudos you. Yeah. to you, man. I know that I know that's not an easy thing to do. It's certainly not oh, easy to direct so and act at the same time, let alone do something you know in <laughs> one take that has so many moving parts. Yeah, well, yeah, because, like, your your mind's wandering, like, okay, I have to hit this mark, I have to make sure, you know, like, I'm I'm at the right position for the camera, okay, I gotta, you know, I have to think about everything, okay, the lighting here, okay, Ron's doing the lines on, on point, Whitney's doing the lines on point, she's, you know, hitting her mark and her, her cues correctly, yeah, so that's a lot of, a lot of, like you said, a lot of moving parts, I mean, it, it's not easy, but I guess uh, since I've been doing it, doing, like, directing my own stuff, like, my own that that's stuff that I'm in, like I'm in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I've done that since I was a kid. It's just, I, my, my brain is used to processing multiple, multiple parts at the same time. So, um, that actually wasn't the difficult part. The difficult and, and the fighting wasn't difficult. It was actually the camera positioning, like the camera work and, uh, was the most difficult part just because you guys um, didn't have a steady we, cam, right? You, you were using a, Ronin. Oh no, we used the DJ Ronin. Yeah. Yeah, we used, the, we used the Ronin, we used the, the full-size one, and it was heavy, so uh, we had to switch out to four different cameramen in certain areas. So were you doing so, that in the midst of the take, the handoff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the handoff happened uh, in the take, yeah, this four, four times. Wow. <laughs> four, yeah, yeah. That, and, like, there's that's one impressive. Point I, think we're, <laughs> I mean, that's, again, that's a credit to my team. They, you know, they, they know what they're doing, and, like, they want to, you know, get it done, make it look good, so... It's it's awesome that they were on top of it, but yeah, that, I mean, like that, that's what, like I've always wanted to do a fight like that. I've always wanted to do a one shot because I loved the Daredevil one shot. 
Yeah. That one take fight scene, the hallway. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And I love old boy. Old boy has another hallway fight scene that's done in like three and a half minutes. And also like Tony Jaws, the protector. Yeah. I mean, I've been a fan of long takes, especially like action sequences that I can do because again, the moving parts, a lot of like the, cho- the complex choreography is like a dance, you know, you gotta do it in one shot anyway. So, um, <laughs> well, I've had, I've had so, the argument yeah, with my film team a few times about whether or not we should do some things in a one shot or not. And it always comes down to me. <laughs> of, is it just a gimmick that we're doing or is there a reason for it? And right, I think right, right. the yeah, beauty be of what you did with deadly estate is there was a good reason for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because it's a game show. Yeah, you know, a game and, show, and that worked really, really show. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It has to be a reason. You can't just do it for the gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, man. I, you know, it's been uh, like almost exactly a year since you were a guest on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it has, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, and in that time, you've you've since moved to to LA. You're you're doing stunts at Universal now. Um, you know, Fine, and, man. <laughs> and now, and now these nominations, um, for the film awards this year, like, uh, it just, it just feel like things are going really well for you right now. Is that, oh, is that just happy. a smoke and mirrors or is that the truth? That's the truth, man. I mean, like I've been working my butt off and, and same with my crew. We've been working our butts off trying to, you know, make something out of this, uh, you know, our hobby. I mean, like, you know, my friends want to be actors in the industry. I, I want to do stunts and, you know, make action films. So this is something, a, 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 a step forward for all of us. And I think, you know, um, I mean, whether we win or not, I mean, that, that, I guess that doesn't matter. I mean, like just being recognized and nominated among, you know, like so many directors and so many writers and, and actors is, 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 a huge accomplishment. I mean, especially I think, the I director. That, I think there were, yeah. I think there were 160 something films submitted this year. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And and a, to have like, you know, like just, a just a handful of like films that have multiple nominations. That's just, that's crazy. I mean, like, like I was saying, like the director, you know, the director's uh, category. Oh my God. Like that's going to be a tough one to call. I mean, you got <laughs> Micah with, or, um, Micah, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, uh, Minor, Minor yeah, Mike, Films, Micah Minor, yeah. Crowd Sorcery, oh my God, yeah, and then you got, you got you, like, holy shit, man, like, <laughs> I'm excusing my friends, but man, I mean, what are, what are we going to do? I mean, it's, it's like, it's going to be a really tight. Well, and Wendy yeah, Marshall, like, oh. and Wendy Marshall yeah, with her directorial yet, debut, though. the this yeah, beautiful film, Go Out in Violet Waters, like, I don't. I don't know who who's gonna win. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. a lot of times with award shows, you look at the nominees and you go, "Oh yeah, that one's gonna win." You know, but <laughs> I, like I just, you know, even taking my own name out of the hat and just looking at the three of you guys, I really don't know. I don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Because it's just it, like the films. Holy, holy crap! You know, like. Well, and I and, find and it, I find it fascinating quality. that of four of us, it's two deep, deep, heavy, heavy dramas and two really fun comedy directors. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah, it's a very tough. interesting and even mix mm-hmm. between the four. Like, uh, it's, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm just going to enjoy like, the I'm, ride for the next month and a half while we're all nominees, exactly. and, then, uh, and then you know, just <laughs> privately hate whoever wins. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you know, again, I mean, just being four of I don't know how many. I can't. I I, I don't know actually how many directors. I mean, if there's like a hundred films, maybe like about like ninety directors or so. You know, um, but like just to be whittled down to, to four of the, you know, the top four, that's, that's just, that's incredible. I mean, everybody 
you know, should be proud about that. I'm proud about that. You know? yeah, I'm super proud. Uh, it's yeah. the first time in my 16 years of making movies that I've been, I've been nominated for directing. I've, oh, really? Yeah. So okay. like it, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little yeah, surreal even at this point for me. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah. I got it? <laughs> yeah, that's, how, that's exactly how I felt when I got my first uh, nomination for director uh, in the 48-hour film festival for um, The Finisher. I was like, oh, my God, what, what did I do here? Just, again, it's just Tim acting like a dumbass and, like, running into women and fighting people. I mean, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Again, though, the passion, the passion of what you're doing really comes through in the stuff that you're putting out there. And I think that's what's resonating with people. Oh, thank you. And, yeah, uh, and, you and know, that's, that's, that's I... a credit to your directing, you know, getting the team that you've thank got you. together, getting the, the, the scripts that you guys put together and, and coordinating all of the stunts as well as the performances that you wrap around it. Um, you know, that's, a, that's, a, not a, that's not an easy thing to do, and it's not something everybody does successfully. And, and you know, I certainly have seen it in the last two years just kind of this elevation of what you're doing. Um, oh, thank you, you. You seem to be getting better and better and more confident in what you're doing um, every year. Thank you. And it's, it. it's been a lot of fun to watch your films grow. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Like I was, I was telling, I tell everybody this, I could, I could tell in a second, like when I watch a film, um, if the, if the, you know, the crew, the director, the actors are having fun or not, or that, you know, I, I could, I could definitely tell. And that's, you know, that's something that, um, you know, it's, it's important to me. Like if I can't, if I can't see, see if, if I see a film and I can't, I can't see that they're, if I can't tell that they're having fun, it's just, you, you could, you could, you could, you could see the, 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 the quality um, kind of go down a little bit. You know, well, it's like the difference of watching X-Men Origins, Wolverine and Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right, like absolutely. everybody looked like they were in pain doing X Men <clears throat> Origins Wolverine, mm-hmm. yeah. and Deadpool just like, holy shit, we're having a really great time. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's case in point right there. Case in point. Yep, exactly. passion comes across on screen. It really mm-hmm. does. And yeah, it the does. more passionate I your team that. is, the better, the better the film. So you know, yeah, all, all the congratulations to you. Fernando. Thank you. Thank you so much. You too. You too. You deserve it as well. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, a recency effect and, and um, the... Things I'm happen. Well, and, uh, and things lefty. happen. Yeah, things happen. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah, oh God, lefty. Those, those, those girls are super adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they really are. <laughs> yeah, but, but man, three films... Yeah, three films and uh, 13 nominations in total. Holy crap. <laughs> so uh, it was a good year for intellectual... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I but agree. Uh, yeah, God, man, I can't wait to walk the red carpet with you on April third. And oh yeah, and, uh, for you, me, and Micah and Wendy to just kind of you know enjoy our time in the sun, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, cool. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's let's have you back on again soon. I want to talk to you about your Universal experience and yes. making the move gotta, to LA I, and all the things that you're going through. I know you're. I know you you shot like another film today, right? Yeah, with Kristen. So yeah, I was actually talking to her today about like she's like you've been on the show before. I'm like yeah. Um, uh, she's like I was like yeah. I want to I want to be on it again with you guys and talk about you know uh, the, my sto- my other stories from from uh, traveling. Like there's like a lot of stories that I can. Well, like you you did, did a whole that. trip after we talked. Like went to mm-hmm. Canada yeah, and all that sort of stuff and. Yeah, yep, with let, my best friend and my business partner. Yeah. Well, let's try and get you back on before the film awards. We'll do a full full episode okay. with you, and, uh, yeah. and we'll we'll dive into the backstory of, of Fernando a little bit more. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm down here often, so um, yeah, I'm down here often. So yeah, just 
All right, brother. Oh, let me know when you're in town, and we'll we'll get that set up. I will. I will. Okay. I will. All right. Well, congratulations, Jay. And uh, thank you. you know, we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right, man. Bye. Bye. And that was Fernando J. Huerto of Jabroni Pictures, uh, Best Direction nominee, and uh, you know, guy who who's incredibly deserving of the recognition that he's getting. He's one of the nicest guys in our community. Um, I know he's always teaching people how to do stunts and helping out on other films and then doing his own movies. And it's just really great to see such a nice guy uh, enjoying such successes. Um, And you can catch him uh, on the stunt show up at Universal these days, up in Universal City, um, at Universal Studios. And, uh, you know, he's just he's doing great stuff. And I'm really excited for him. So thank you, Jay, for taking the time to sit and chat with us. And, uh, yeah, the 2016 San Diego Film Awards. It's a highly competitive environment. <laughs> I, have, I really have no idea who's going to win for best directing. And, and, again, that's taking my name out of the picture and just looking at the other three. Um, wow. Yeah, it's going to be a tough year. I, I do not envy the judges this year who are going to pick the winner. Yep. So. And now I'm on with Wendy. How are you doing, Wendy? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm very, very well. Uh, I'm a Best Director you nominee, be. which makes me super yes. happy. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it's been 16 years in the making for me. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thanks. And, and well-deserved. So uh, I appreciate that. I, I really do. Um, but let's talk about you. Go out in Violet Waters. Um <laughs> You know, my 16-year journey, your first-time journey, right? That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Yes. Well, not as an actor, though. I've been an actor for for a number of years. But um, my first time as – it was the first script I ever wrote and and my first time directing and producing, yes. It's really outstanding work because – Thank you. You know, I've watched the movie a few times now (laughs) and uh, Mm – a, the performances in it are exquisite, um, especially Thank yours. You. Um, Thank you. Thank you very the, much. The nuances, the, the, the emotions that are conveyed without saying a word, um, it's all stuff that myself as a director, I'm always looking for and I'm always trying to accomplish in my own movies. And mm-hmm. to watch what you did in that movie with your cast and with yourself um, just really – it, it, it completely impressed me and blew my mind. Uh, you know, you and you watched me watch it for the first time <laughs> yeah. and I could not help, but turn around and applaud you in the, in the room. You know, um, I was so blown away by it. Um, you know, congratulations. I'm just glad that someone said that they wanted to keep watching. <laughs> 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 but yes, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's a little nerve wracking watching your work being watched and being in the room at the same time. That was nerve wracking, but yes, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> so I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm finally able myself to sit in the room and do that. Uh, but in the early days, myself, I, you know, uh, even when I was in radio and television classes at Palomar, every time my films came up to show, I stood in the back of the room. Yeah, like against yeah. the wall it's, it's hard. so that I could yeah. get away really quickly in case I needed to. <laughs> it's really tough. I get Quick it. Quick exit. Yes, absolutely. 
So you, you've been acting for years and you, you came across this, you got into the union. This is what I was getting from yeah. the Q and a the other night. You got into the union yeah. and then you were having a hard time finding roles. Yes, exactly. So, um, in the non-union world, I was doing fine, but I wanted to make that leap into being a professional actress. And, um, and I'd heard that you, you need to be ready to make that leap because, once you join, you're not you're no longer able to do non union work anymore. And unless you go ready because unless you go for yeah, exactly. Unless you go FICOR. Um which I just I that is not my choice. So I mm-hmm. when I did join though, um it it was it was definitely difficult because now you're in a whole nother level of com- competition. So now you're not just competing with, because non-union actors can still do union work in many cases. So mm-hmm. you're now not only competing with other non-union actors, but you're also competing with people that have been in the industry for many, many years. You're competing with everybody that, you know, from names that you maybe have never heard of to your A-list actors. So you're you're in a whole different ballgame when you join the union. And, um, and I found it difficult. To um, I did not wind up getting a, a um, an agent, but even still, it was hard for him to get me in the door. And after seeing many people in the local San Diego film community doing their own projects, I thought, well, far less capable people than me have tried this, and and very capable people as well, and and have succeeded. So why not at least give it a shot? What else? What do I have to lose? So um, from that point, I. I I'd never written the script before, so I decided, well, I'll you know I'll take a workshop, I'll read some books, and um, which I did. I took um, the film consortium had a workshop going on, which was a storytelling and screenwriting workshop um, with Nathan Young and Martin Gomez, and I um, I decided to sign up for that, and it was a really good opportunity just to meet other people and to learn from them, and and the one of the biggest things is just doing it. As you know, as a writer um, yourself, it's you know, just sitting down and doing it, you know? Writing um, is the hardest part of it for me. Yeah. It's just, just really, for, for me, especially, just getting myself to write. So the class was motivation because I always wanted to bring a product in for critique, and that was a huge part of it was being able to because the the when they were going over stuff about characters, it's, it, being an actor myself, I know characters, so I knew how to build a character because we kind of have to do it backwards usually right. as an actor. So you're given the script, and then you have to create the character. Well, as the writer, you are creating the character. So you know, I kind of already knew how to create a character, so that wasn't my hard part. It was just how do you come up with a story idea? And how do you even, like, how do you even, where do they come from? <laughs> so, um, so I, and so I went and, um, you know, the first day of class, it, I, it was just so funny to me because, you know, this was my sort of idea, I guess, of what a, 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 a screenwriter would do. So, you know, um, I remember Nathan telling everyone to, to brainstorm for a period of time about, um, uh, about a character, and then just just sort of free write, just just write off the top of your head about you know some character from a story you've always wanted to do, and 
and I'm thinking, I've never, I've never, I have no idea. I, I have no story. So what do I do? And I just remember him setting the timer and everyone started writing and everyone around me had computers and they started clicking away. And I'm sitting there with my little notepad and paper and, and pencil <laughs> going, what on earth am I doing here? Like, I don't even have a computer. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and so um, it was just one of those kind of funny moments. So then I just started started writing and I, I don't know, I just started writing. And then, um, but anyway, back to the point, I... Um, so I, being in that class, though, helped me to, when I finally did get an idea, it helped me to motivate me to write, to bring something into the class. And it was kind of funny because the idea came from, um, at the end of the first class, Jody came in and she introduced herself and she was talking about how there was an opportunity for your work as a writer to be produced potentially by, um, and I don't remember what group it was, but it was with uh, one of her students' groups, and um, and that they had the an opportunity to use, I believe it was the Marriott. And so, if you were writing a story that you wanted to be produced, you know, think of places in Marriott as your location because you want to, you know, think of something that is easy to produce. Right. She was describing what what that all meant um, to write something that was producible. And I just remember one of the things that she said was that they had a bar. And I, you know, so driving home, I'm like mulling all this over. And I'm thinking, well, bars are kind of cool. What could I do with a bar? So that's literally like the first little seed that got planted. And then from there, at some point that night, I just got the idea of, well, it'd be really cool if the bartenders started changing. And, um, and then I, I, and not to give away too much, but then that's sort of just for people who maybe haven't seen it, but that's how, that was the initial idea behind the story. And actually, and then some of the pieces from when I did that first brainstorming session with Nathan wound up being incorporated, not all of what I was writing about the character, but some of the, like, the bits of, you know, drowning and all that sort of started being incorporated into the whole plot line and so it just sort of came from there well i think it's a very tight psychological drama and uh you know that's my favorite kind of movie personally um me too (laughs) and uh absolutely and i can tell actually now that you say that from your uh the recency effect yeah (laughs) yeah well and when i was watching your film i was like hey i was like oh look it's a smoky bar that looks familiar (laughs) And then it's like, oh, it's this person processing through a ton of grief through like weird interactions with not really real people. Like, I'm digging yeah, this vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and just I, I was so thoroughly impressed with the execution of your film. Um, Thank you. Uh, it, from, I, from the screenwriting uh, to the performances, sorry? from the screenwriting to the performances, just just exquisite. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, a huge part of the performances, as you probably experienced um, when you cast a project, is for me, it was, it was casting, mm-hmm. casting the right actors. So even though I had people in mind for different roles, I still auditioned everyone um, and, um, and you know, brought people in and, and, and thought, you know, and tried, okay, well, maybe, maybe I do need to think a little outside of what I'm thinking and, um, you know, but just seeing people and hearing them actually speak your words, not always, you know, sometimes does and sometimes doesn't, you know, some people fit the character more than other people, even though they're a great actor. It's just, you know, one person is more embodies that role. And so 
I didn't have to do a lot. I did like minor tweaking here and there on the set with performances, but for the most part, most of my cast came in and not most, they all came in and were, were ready and prepared and they knew their characters and they just delivered beautifully, which as, uh, as an acting standpoint for me, acting opposite them made it, you know, easier for me as well. Cause the more, you know, the more elevated the performances are, it, everyone goes, rises sort of to that level. I feel like. So right. all um, of your actors seem to be very giving, um, yes. in their performance, very, very much very giving, giving you something to react to and, yes. and respond very to. Very connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very impressive work all the way around. Um, Thank you. You made this film with the help of the Mickelsons. What was that experience like? It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. I got tremendously lucky by meeting them. Um, let's see. Daniel Gonzalez, who actually did the music for Go Out and Buy That Waters. Um, I had known him from uh, a previous association. He talked me into going to the uh, San Diego Film Festival um, not the one hosted by the film consortium, but um, the other one and in town. And so when I went to that, I, he introduced me to the Mickelsons. And, it, you know, I was still trying at that point, I was trying to find a producer. I was trying to find people to just bring on board. Um, and, you know, so I mentioned it to Stephen. And so um, it, I piqued his interest enough that I sent it to him and he... Um, we met and he got on board very quickly as co-producer and, um, and by meeting him, um, I thereby inherited his amazing family. (laughs) 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 They're kind of like a package deal. (laughs) And I can't say enough about all three of them, about Stephen, Elsa and Peter. Um, Stephen walked me through the entire process because before I started this process, even though I'd been, you know, involved with film work before, I really didn't know quite what a producer did compared to a director and where those lines were and what they really did. And and so by not only reading books, but, you, you know, talking to um, Stephen, we had many, many talks just about what everybody does on a film set. This is what, you know your your DP does, and this is where the lines, you know, sometimes are blurred because it's indie and you don't have any money, and this is, you know, and he walked me through everything, and anytime I had a question, he was right there, and um, I I owe so much to him um, through through all of his work on this project. It was tremendous. And, and Elsa, I, I, she absolutely blew me away with, um, with the bar itself. We actually had tried initially to find a bar. We did some location scouting and we were having the, when I finally picked a bar that I liked literally for about a month, we tried to get in touch with the bar owner and had no success. Um, either he wasn't there, he was at the other bar or, you know, and they would not give me his contact information and then they never called me back. So finally Steven kept saying, he started like slowly introducing the idea of, well, you know, you've got this really great production designer, <laughs> you know, kind of right here if you want, you know, like, so, and then um, they showed me a quick scene from, I think it was the hookup where she had transformed this racquetball court, I believe, into a 1950s-style gas station. And once I saw that, I went, okay, I'm a believer. I know she can do this. And she just took it and ran. And um, 
Now, I, Micah I, Minor I, has spoken very highly of the Mickelsons to me numerous oh times. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're, she is phenomenal. She They literally, she built the set in, I think, about three-foot sections in her house. <laughs> <laughs> and then she built it all, got everything ready, and I kept asking, do you need any help? Do you need any help? No, no, no. And she did it all. And the day before... Um, we filmed it was they brought it in um to a location we were in a warehouse in san marcos um dustin roller another sort of fluky thing that i happened to mention to him hey i kind of need a warehouse and hey i kind of just got a warehouse (laughs) 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 it was one of those weird sort of surreal things he's a fellow actor and actually he was in uh, three strikes so um Mm -hmm. but anyway so um, the the back to the Mickelsons, they brought the 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 set in and assembled it the day before filming and um, and actually I don't know if Stevens told this to anyone but he has a time lapse of the entire thing. So I, he I've, put, I heard um, rumors of that. You've heard the this? Other okay, night. yes, it's pretty. It is pretty cool. So he he's got a time lapse not only of them building it in their house but also of the two days filming on set and, and actually the, the assembly, I think he has the assembly as well, but it's really cool to watch it. Um, at least from my perspective, just to see everything, you know, happen and, and super fast. Hopefully you'll release yeah. that online for everybody to see. Like, yes, I think, I think I, I, I'm sure he will. Absolutely. So, and then Peter was just right along, you know, every step of the way, helping them, um, you know, assemble it and, and build it. And he, um, he was my, um, he helped out in our crew as well as our assistant, uh, cameraman. So, um, another very, there's just a, they're just such a talented and kind, fun, super fun, loving family. They're awesome. San Diego is very lucky to have them. I'll say that. (laughs) Again, I've heard that from numerous people. I've yet to actually, I think, meet the Mickelsons in person. Oh my goodness. Um, We will have to change that. (laughs) Micah (laughs) Miner has been saying that to me for six months. (laughs) Oh, you got to work with the Mickelsons. Uh, They're great. So, well, you'll get to meet them at least at the uh, awards ceremony. There, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'll introduce so, you. <laughs> I would appreciate that. So here's the okay. here's the final question. Okay. How did it feel to sit in that audience and hear nomination after nomination after nomination come up for your film? It was at first it. <laughs> It was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> it was overwhelming. By the end of it, I was totally overwhelmed um, because, I mean, I knew obviously going into it, you know, you're going to be nominated for something because we were all told ahead of time that, you know, which films were nominated. And um, based on Little Birdie's sort of chirping in my ear, I, I had a, you know, I kind of knew that we would get a few nominations, and but I didn't know... I, I, I was unprepared for a number of the ones that we received, and and I'm even like getting at a loss for words trying to explain how I felt. Um, but I was really, I, it was, it was a bit surreal and amazing and overwhelming, and um, I'm just in awe of the whole thing, um, and that people responded the way they did to the film um, is just. So amazing it's, it's amazing it's well i know i know amazing. what my response was the first time i saw it and i certainly heard the response from people who saw it friday night 
mm-hmm. um, for the first time, and it seems to be pretty universal. Um, you know that that uh, everybody's impressed by the work you did, and Thank you know you. a huge, huge amount of congratulations to you and the whole team that that helped you put that film together because um, it's a fantastic directorial debut. <laughs> <laughs> I and, got lucky and, on and so writing many debut and, and yeah, you know yeah. what though? It's not luck. You you you've been an actor, and you put yeah. yourself out there. Yeah. yeah, and I said it on the yeah. show a lot of times. You know, showing up is incredibly important. Oh, absolutely! And the fact that you, you show up the and right you put yourself team, out there—that's you know? how—that's how you yeah. find a team. Yeah. By putting yeah. yourself out there, it's the people who who talk about the great thing they're going to do someday, but never take the steps you know, to make it happen. You yeah, know. and it's really interesting because when I first started it, it was, uh, at first, I was trying to find a producer. I wanted someone to produce it for me because I had no idea what I was doing. And I was having trouble finding a producer. And um, I probably because I'd never written anything before, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and so I just said, well, okay, well, then I'll just start producing it. And then, yep. you know, and, and exactly that. Once I did that, you know, people started coming on board. And then as soon as I found Steven, you know, it just, everybody just fell in line. So, you know, like you said, just showing up, starting it, you know, it, it made it all happen. Um, yeah. Finding the right people. Well, it's a, it's a inspirational story. I'm super impressed and I can't wait to see your next film. Um, <laughs> I gotta get working on that. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> For everybody else's uh, sake, take your time. <laughs> no, your but, films are um, equally as awesome. I had so much fun watching things happen, and and Lefty, oh my goodness, just amazing work. Yeah, Lefty's Lefty's, I mean, Lefty's some special too. Yeah, got some, got some, got some tough competition. <laughs> yeah, well, that you know, for me, like that's the fantastic thing. Looking at the nominees mm-hmm. this year, is it's such a competitive race. Yeah, um, every Which one of good. these films is fantastic. You know, uh, there's not a film in the in the in the group of nominations where I go, eh. yeah. Every yeah. movie Which that's up, I I, yeah. I have an affection for and affinity for, and I, you know, I'm just I'm really really happy to see San Diego filmmaking coming so far in just the last couple of years. Um, the qu- the quality of the films that are being made is so mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now, this, the the way Bruggenmeier and the Grommets kind of like motivated me to do better mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. once upon a time by pissing me off with uh, Just a Man. <laughs> um, with what? Uh, when they made Just a Man in the 48-hour film project, their their first uh-huh. film. Um, okay. Uh, I, I was pissed when I saw it. I was like, how dare they make such a good movie? <laughs> in 48 hours (laughs) Um, you know it's not exactly the same reaction but go out in violet waters is definitely a motivational film for me like to see you do such a great great performance piece um just it's just driving me right now personally to to really get my ass off the couch and keep making my next set of films because i've kind of slowed down the last couple months and just kind of let my my jets cool a little bit, and I need to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. I got to keep back on it, and and go out in Violet Waters has really motivated me to do that. So thank you awesome. for thank you for that. Awesome, um, glad I could be of service. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to see see you on the red carpet and uh, and see what yeah. you what you wear. Because uh, me too, I'll probably be figuring it out. 
you know, a couple hours beforehand. Because I'm, you know, I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. Like I don't, you know, I don't even fit in my suits anymore. So I don't even know what I'm going to do. Uh, I know that's uh, that's a whole other uh, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's definitely uh, keep in touch. Um, absolutely. You know, I would love to help you on your next film. Um, you know, uh, I'm always looking for projects to be a part of, and uh, I would love to help you on whatever it is comes next for you. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, and you're, cer- you're certainly on my radar for 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 actresses now because because quite frankly, between Three Strikes and and Go Out in Violet Waters, <laughs> I've seen two wildly different sides of you as an actress this year, <laughs> and uh, thoroughly impressed. Uh, yeah, Susan always seems to cast me as like whatever it is. It's like the crazy lady. <laughs> I've been in three of her projects now, and pretty much all three can be summed up as crazy lady <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, really exquisite work this year, and and uh, you deserve all of the nominations that you've been given with that film. And uh, I can't I can't wait to see what you go home with. Thank you. So thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. All right, Wendy, you have a great night, and uh, you know we'll, you. we'll keep talking. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Wendy Marshall, director, writer, actress of Go Out in Violet Waters. Um, man, I, I got to tell you, the, the three films that are up for best short film, Lefty, Go Out in Violet Waters, and Crowd Sorcery, um, I love all three of these movies um, so much. And, uh, I, I have no idea. I have no idea how the voting for the actual awards are going to go based on these nominations. Like it is just unbelievably cool to see three such wonderful films and, and really inspiring to hear Wendy say, you know, she was having trouble finding roles after she got into the union. And rather than just sit back and complain about it, she got up. She learned how to screenwrite. She learned how to produce, and she just made something for herself. And the the quality, the the beauty of the performances. I mean, just everything uh, that went into Go Out in Violet Waters is truly inspiring. And um, I'm thoroughly impressed by that film. And uh, you know, a, a huge shout out to to Mike Tao. Um, uh, he edited Go Out in Violet Waters. He also edited Crowd Sorcery. Um, that's two nominations of three in the editing category for Mike Tao. Uh, he also edited The Recency Effect. Um, you know, just a, a wonderful, wonderful editor. Um, it's great to see him with two nominations this year. Um, you know, it's a, it, it's it's going to be a great award show because uh, any way you look at it, every single person who's been nominated um, – has done tremendous work. Um, Elsa Mickelson has two nominations for production design, one for Go Out in Violet Waters and one for Crowd Sorcery. Uh, both of them have fantastic production design. My team, uh, which is myself and Teresa and Brian, um, you know, we're, we're up for Things Happen and uh, Roaring Productions um, for Unalienable. I mean, that's a, that's a hugely competitive category um, for really wonderfully designed uh, films. Um, from sets to costuming to to uh, I mean just everything that's involved, you know, it's wonderful. And uh, RSV Productions um, also nominated in that category for Thirst for Justice. It's a wonderful western with you know fantastic production value. Um, I, I just I'm I'm thoroughly impressed, guys. Like 
San Diego, you really stepped up your game this year. Um, the, the films that are nominated, I mean, across the board are just so good. Um, it, it's a, it's an honor to be part of this community. Uh, I'm honored to be recognized by the community with the nominations that my films have gotten. Um, again, intellectual entertainment, uh, co-producer on lefty, uh, producer on things happen. And, uh, the recency effect and across those three films, we got 13 nominations ourselves. Um, you know, I'm blown away. Uh, it's everything I hoped for and nothing I expected, um, for, (laughs) for our films this year. Um, I guess I'm always my harshest critic and, you know, um, I'm just honored. I'm honored that the work that this team has done, all three of the teams, I mean, it's mostly the same team uh, at the core, but all three of the teams that we worked with on films this year um, just really stepped up the game and delivered some amazing films. Um, uh, Things Happen is, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a true labor of love. It was crowdsourced and made possible by the community who stepped up and helped us raise the, uh, the nearly $5,000 that we, we needed to, to produce that in the way that we wanted to produce it. And, uh, the quality of that film is a direct result of the, of the community stepping up and, you know, thank you guys so much. You know, the 60 plus people who contributed in any manner, whether it was $5 or, or a thousand dollars, I think was our highest, uh, contribution from one donor, um, one contributor. Um, it was, it was amazing to have that kind of support and, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful to every one of you, um, for, for that and, and for helping us make that film. Um, and then, you know, because of that movie, uh, those two girls, those two little beautiful little girls, Carl Bax's daughters, um, they were inspired to make their own film and that resulted in Lefty and Lefty is, such a special piece of work and I'm incredibly honored to be part of that, that little family, Carl and his daughters and, 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 and the little film group that we made to make that movie. Um, and getting to work with such well-respected, you know, giants of our local industry like Brueggemeyer and, and, and Mike Miner. And, um, I just, you know, Mark Anthony Cox and Merrick MacArthur, like all these people who showed up to help make those little girls film. Like I'm just blown away by that kind of support, that level of, of care and, and attention to what's going on in this community. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's beautiful, man. (laughs) I'm just, I'm rambling a little bit cause I'm just, I'm still just in awe. Um, at, at the reception to these, these films and, and the recency effect. I mean, for me, that was a personal journey. It was a huge film. It was a giant crew. It was a giant cast. Uh, I was trying very hard to prove to myself that I could be, you know, a big director, not just, you know, the guy who makes things, you know, with three or four people. Um, I wanted to see what we could do and, and we made a fucking amazing movie in three days. And, um, you know, I, I can't thank everybody enough who came on board with that film as well. And, and, you know, huge props to, to Solo Wang for his, his 
nomination for musical score for Recency Effect. The guy did that. I don't know if everybody knows that, but the score for Recency Effect was composed on Solo's laptop in Taiwan. He was there for his wedding that weekend. Um, actually, he'd been there for like a month, but he didn't have his full studio suite. He didn't have all his you know, hard drives full of instrumentation. He had what was available to him on his laptop, and he composed a, a beautiful score for us for Recency Effect from Taiwan that weekend, um, or, or Thailand. I think it's Taiwan. Just amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And, and, and so cool to have that kind of dedication from the composer. Like, you know, I'm, thank you so much, Solo, for that. And, and congratulations to Romain as well. He, he's nominated for the score, and things happen. And that score is just gorgeous and beautiful and rich and thick and conveys the emotion um, in ways that, uh, you know, I only dreamed of when, when we were polishing up that script. Um, you know, I, I, can't, I can't speak enough of, of the teams that I got to work with this year and the actors. Um, I'm so glad to see um, so many nominations for actors from our films as well. Sebastian Cibola for Best Actor and Things Happen. Terry Park for Best Supporting Actress. She hasn't been in a movie, I think, since the last time she was in a movie with me, which was all the way back when I was still in college in like 2003. Um, it's been like 13 years since Terry Park has been in a film. And for her to get a Best Supporting Actress nomination for Things Happen is just, it's so freaking cool, man. Um, and she wasn't able to make it Saturday night to the event, but when I talked to her on the phone and told her, um, she was in tears and just so grateful that the community recognized the work that she did. And it was exquisite work. Um, I'm so proud of her for, for that nomination and to Laura Boleyn as well for the recency effect. Like, I mean, she brought the a game, man. Um, the, both of them through their, heart and soul into their performances and it completely comes across on screen. I mean, when either of them are crying in their scenes, all I want to do is just like reach through the screen and just hug them and tell them it'll be okay. <laughs> um, and I felt that way on set, you know, like it was so emotional to watch them do their performances. Um, so anyway, I, I'm super touched that everybody is enjoying the films. I'm, I'm super proud of everybody in this community who has a, a nomination. I know John Allen is um, incredibly deserving of that best actor nomination in crowd sorcery. He made that movie work. He's so funny and so perfect in that role. Uh, it comes across effortless and I know it's not effortless. I know it takes dedication and, and a real uh, passion to find that character and he did a wonderful job of it. So congratulations, John Allen, Travis Chesney, you as well. Um, your performance in assessing Allen is exquisite. Um, you guys are two of the funniest actors in town and you completely deserve the recognition. So, um, I could go down the list and talk about everybody. Um, but you know, we got a month and a half, um, to bask in the kudos and nominations. Um, so I'll just, uh, leave it with, Congratulations, everybody. Um, I can't wait to see how everybody looks on the red carpet on April 3rd at the Music Box for the Film Awards. Make sure you show up looking, you know, dressed to the nines because uh, that show is going to be broadcast on Channel 4 on the 23rd of April. And uh, it's going to be available to 800,000 plus homes in San Diego. That's, uh, that's amazing. 
what a year to be nominated, right? Like the year we start going out on TV. So cool. Um, so yeah, so thank you for joining us on the Intellectual Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always, David S. Dawson. Uh, we'll probably be coming at you later this week, um, potentially with Micah Miner or just a host podcast. Um, Kristen and and uh, Mark and I uh, want to try and do more of those again, uh, where we just kind of sit down, shoot the shit amongst the three of us. Um, we uh, we don't think we do that enough anymore, and we probably should. So one way or the other, uh, we'll have an episode on Thursday. And uh, I'm going to try and get as many of the San Diego Film Awards nominees onto the show over the next month and a half as I can and uh, give everybody a little bit of uh, the backstories on these films and, and how they came to be the remarkable movies that we, uh, we are recognizing now with uh, nominations for excellence. So until then, uh, you've been listening to the Intellectual Podcast with David S. Dawson. And uh, we'll talk soon. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Intellectual Podcast.